Hello there. You're listening to Petty Swap and Baby G. My name is Kelly. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. I don't have my daughter with me tonight. I actually was trying to do all my podcasts on Wednesdays, but I wasn't really feeling up to it emotionally. And the reason I decided to do one tonight is because I wanted to talk about that a little bit. And it's for my own self-preservation, I guess. I have a lot that goes on in my life on a daily basis. I am a caregiver for my disabled husband. And in between all that, I seem to pick up and care for all the needs of everybody around me. Which I don't mind. You don't really hear me complaining too much. It's in my nature. It's something I've always done. But what I haven't done and what I'm not good at is finding the time for myself. And it's hard. People might think, well, I just sit at home and I take care of my husband. Boy, what a joy that is. It's nothing physical. It's not that hard. I get paid to sit at home. But it's more. It's much more than that. And not everybody understands that. There's an emotional fatigue that comes along with this this job that I chose to do. I knew what I was getting into. He was disabled when I married him. But this isn't about my husband. Um, this is about everything in general. And I find myself always helping. And then I forget to look out for myself. And I become frustrated and angry and depressed. That's a big reason why I didn't do a podcast last night. I told my daughter I just wasn't in the mood. But I think the best thing is for me to just talk about it and maybe then I'll feel a little bit better. And sometimes what I do when I can't find the answers for myself, I look up a lot of stuff. I use Google for a lot of things. Because no matter how knowledgeable I am, I still don't know everything. Well, nobody knows everything. And I need those answers. So I was just browsing articles and you know about caregiving and caregiving support and things like that. And I came across something that I had never heard before. I had heard about caregiver burnout. I know what that is, and I'm sure a lot of people do. But I had never heard of compassion fatigue. And so I read a little bit about it. and It's, uh, I, I can relate. I definitely can relate. And I'm just going to read the definition um, straight from where I saw it because I, I don't, I don't want to mess it up. Compassion fatigue is an extreme state of tension and stress that can result in feelings of hopelessness indifference, pessimism, and overall disinterest in other people's issues. 
and and I get that. I feel that. I understand that a hundred percent. Because when I started all this, I was a single mom taking care of my kids when I met my husband, and I I went in wholeheartedly a hundred percent. Because I know the type of person I am. I, I knew I could do this. And I, you know, everybody has good and bad days. Don't get me wrong. You know, I knew it wouldn't be easy. But since I've taken care of him, I've still been overloaded with everybody else. And you, you'll rarely hear me complain. And I know, you know, it's my job as a mom, you know, to be there for my kids or whatever. And it's not just my kids. I don't want to say it's just my kids. It's everybody in my immediate circle. It feels like I have everything that they need and want hanging on my shoulders. And it's probably not true. But because I, you know, I neglected myself emotionally for so long, it feels that way. And then now I'm to the point where I'm frustrated and angry and I do feel indifferent. And the saddest part is my husband gets less attention and he gets less care because I'm so depressed and so focused on helping everybody else that I can't do the things that I initially started out to do. And it's frustrating. And yesterday was one of those days that had nothing to do with care, just had to do with my son. Well, he just amplified my bad mood, I guess. But today was a total breakdown, and I have sat in my room most of the day because I just want to be left alone. Whew. Sorry, getting a little emotional. Sometimes I just don't want to talk to anybody, see anybody. I don't want to interact. I just get so tired of the up and down and in and out of caring for everybody else. And I feel like everybody overlooks my feelings. And lately, I've been telling myself that I have to take time for myself. And I know I, I do. I have to. I actually have to convince myself to do the things that I want to do. Because by the time I'm done helping, honestly, I just want to sit in my recliner and not move. Not talk, not do anything. 
And I don't like feeling that way. So, anyway. Sorry, it wasn't supposed to be like this. <laughs> and it's not always like this. Just, you know, I have my days. But the reason I wanted to really talk about it is because each and every one of us does something in our life, whether it's work or family or whatever. And we don't realize that we get so wrapped up and consumed in the things we're doing in our lives for other people, whether whether it is work or school or taking care of our kids, we forget to take care of ourselves. And that is emotionally damning. It's it's probably one of the worst things. And while my job is not demanding physically, it's demanding emotionally. It drains me on a daily basis. Having to be responsible for another human being and their everyday life. And I, that's not a complaint. I'm just stating a fact. And then when you have that and you add everybody else on top of that, I go into overload. And then I don't have the patience or the compassion that I need for my husband. Who doesn't deserve my attitude sometimes? <laughs> and if you know me, you know it's not very nice sometimes. So, my whole point is we have to take care of ourselves, even if it's five or ten minutes. If it's going shopping or watching your favorite movie, going for a walk. I sometimes do that. Well, I don't go for a walk. I'm not going to lie. But I will get in my car, and I'll drive around for a while, and I have no destination, no real purpose. Sometimes I feel on autopilot. I just go, and I just drive down the block or around town and go in a circle or whatever. And I feel better. Other times I write. And then lately I found I've just been so consumed with depression and unhappiness or whatever. Everything's just on me. I just, I don't even write that much anymore. I will um, here and there. I did a couple days ago. I wrote quite a bit and I felt good about it. But it's hard. And I feel like I don't always have people to talk to. Because people expect me to be strong. And I am strong. But what they fail to understand is even the strong fall sometimes. And it's hard when you feel like you're holding everybody up.
and like I said, it's probably probably not so much that. You know, I'm probably not holding them up as much as I think. But when you're depressed, all your feelings are exaggerated like a hundred times. So there's not much I can do for my depression, I suppose. I could take medication, but I choose not to because my mom is a pill popper. And so I have an issue with that. Of course, I picked up her alcoholism, so, you know. So the depression I've had way before I became a caregiver. So that comes and goes. It's up and down. It just depends on how things are going. This just happens to be a low moment for me. So um, talking about it makes me feel a little bit better. So I'm actually feeling better now. Now that I could actually express it and get it out. And like I said, even though I don't really talk about it a lot, I will go online sometimes and I'll look for articles and self-help ideas. So if you're like me and you feel these things from time to time, if you feel hopeless and depressed and pessimistic and all that, all those good names there, all those good labels, you know, reach out to somebody or do like me, just tell the whole world. <laughs> um, or look up online. There's lots of self-help self websites that can help you understand what you're feeling and maybe give you some direction. It does help me. It really does. I have to say that. So that is pretty much all I'm going to say for tonight, I suppose. Um, feel free to leave me a message, um, either a voice message or leave me a message online on my Facebook page. And hopefully next week we'll have Baby G back and it won't be such a sad, depressing podcast for you. <laughs> thanks for listening and thanks for letting me vent a little bit and cry a little bit and express some feelings and Maybe at the end of this, you'll have a little more appreciation for the job that I have. And, you know, anyway, have a good night. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Petty Swap.